ओम सहनावतो सहनौ भुनक्तो सह वीर्यम करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विषावहै ओम शांति 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 नमश्री शंकरानंद गुरुपादाबुजन्मने सविलास महामोहग्रहग्रसैकर्मणे यस्टुडे वी सॉ दट दिस जीवद्वैतम इज डिवाइडेड इंटू टू वेराइटीज बाय स्वामी विद्यारण्या सो वन इज कॉल्ड शास्त्रीयम एंड द अदर वन इज कॉल्ड वट अशास्त्रीयम शास्त्रीयम दैट विच कन्फर्म्स टू द शास्त्र एंड देन अशास्त्रीयम दैट विच इज नॉट सैंक्शंड बाय द शास्त्र द टीचिंग्स बाय द गुरु परंपरा बाय द उपनिषद बाय द भगवदगीता एंड देन वी सॉ एट लेंथ वॉट इज दिस शास्त्रीयम एंड देन यू नो then uh, we saw that yesterday and so today we'll move on to see you know other aspects of this shastriyam uh, dvaitam meaning this kind of a duality duality here means subject object difference and so there is already a subject object difference between guru shishya and bhagavan bhakta and then shastra and the moksha etc there is already you know this duality is there moksha is something to be pursued all these things and so that duality is made use of for the sake of the gain of this knowledge so the whole duality is not discarded it is discarded in stages and that is you know that is the whole idea and then we saw that part of this shastriya so the shastriya duality the the jeevadvaitam of the shastriya variety the duality centered on the jeeva of the variety which is helpful to gaining jeevan mukti gaining the blessing of self knowledge and that one is what you know has has two parts we saw that one part we saw is the internal qualifications you know the six pack etc that one brings to the shastra so the inner work samadama all these things are you know a big part of what is called shastriyam manasam dvaitam so the the uh, you know jeeva the 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 jeevas srishti you know of seeing differences jeevas projection of seeing differences you know is 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 partly having to do with gaining using it conducively to gain the internal qualifications and also another part of jeevadvaitam is what is called atma vichara and this is atma vichara means enquiry into the self according to the rules and the tenets laid out in the upanishads and let us look at that let us chant verse number 44 atma brahma vicharakhyam shastriyam manasan jagat atma brahma vicharakhyam shastriyam manasan jagat buddhe tatve tat chaheyam 
ಶ್ರುತ್ಯನುಶಾಸನಂ ಬುಧೇತ್ವೇತ್ಯನುಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾಸನಂಶಾ
you know vidyaranya swami ji does not want us to forget how this knowledge is gained and for that we'll take a little trip down mundaka upanishad when shaunaka goes to the guru angiras where in the mundaka upanishad you know he asks a question you know kena vijnanena sarvam vijnatam iva syat by knowing which thing all the things in the world are as good as known this is his question to the teacher that tell me that one thing i want a master key that will open all the doors in the jagat and beyond i want to know that if i know one thing that one useful thing you know if i know then everything will open itself up to me i have heard in the shastra that you know gaining one thing everything is known is there such a thing is there that knowledge and the teacher should have said yes there is this knowledge or you know angiras the guru should have said no sorry fellow there is no such knowledge but the guru gives a very intriguing response and what is that response well there are two types of knowledge that have to be studied is the guru's uh, you know uh, and then dvevidye veditavye two types of knowledge that must be studied veditavya and this uh, suffix called tavya means has to be done so it's like almost an injunction from the upanishad that two types of knowledge have to be studied and let us call them let us call one para and then let us call the other one apara <clears throat> para means the ultimate the absolute knowing which there is nothing more to know that's when that is the the last uh, thing that to know is that knowing which nothing more remains to be known so para means the last thing to be known knowing which there is nothing more to to be attained gained etc and then apara apara means relative knowledge that qualifies you for the para like grammar etc all these things and then he lists because then we don't know what is this apara what is this para we have to find out then he himself lists and he, he even though he says para cha apara cha para comes first because that's the really the thing to be known he lists what comes under apara knowledge non ultimate relative branches of knowledge are listed first why you know primarily because the that is a very big list apara is you sorry para is you apara is a huge list apara is all the things in the jagat including manasam dvaitam of the shastriya variety comes under apara knowledge so then he starts listing apara and one is shocked rigveda yajurveda samavedah atharva vedah shiksha kalpah vyakaranam niruktam chandas jyotisham iti and then this list is suspiciously similar to all the things that narada knows when in yesterday's class all the things that yesterday or day before whenever we saw that all the things that narada knows when he goes to his teacher sanat kumara to ask about that knowledge which helps him cross sorrow you know seventh chapter of chandogya upanishad very beautiful and worth study called worth studying called bhuma vidya so all the things that he knows 
you know is very similar to what is called aparavidya in the mundakopanishad in fact there is ekavakyata you know there is a you know synergy and a no contradictions between the what is taught in one upanishad and the other very interesting and listening to narada's list which is very similar to the list given by angiras under the category aparavidya relative knowledge listening to this list coming out of narada's mouth sana what is sanat kumara's response oh narada you do know a lot but it is a lot of nothing <laughs> because the very thing that makes all these nothings into something is not gained by you that is what narada is told so that means what angiras is also told the same thing because then angira says well i thought upanishad is is sacred it is the it is giving me the knowledge but it is apara then how can then so many questions come to the mind how can relative knowledge finite relative knowledge that destructs it destroys itself that self destructs that is subject to destruction how can it give me the infinite ayyo <laughs> the infinite is you it doesn't have to be given it has to be indicated that's all that's how and how is it indicated by removing avidya by removing all the things that don't belong is a you know is a uh, what is that 90% of the indication because if it is you then it doesn't and and what kind of a you is it is it a self evident you or is it a jada you well i think i am jada who is saying i think i am inert jada means inert who is saying i i think i am inert well the sentient self aware consciousness is saying i am inert it's like the child saying you know you know i'm 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 not here don't look here i don't i'm not here i'm not hiding here that's how it is so therefore you know this this knowledge doesn't have to be taught it is you it is a self aware self conscious self evident self effulgent self lit you you are aware of yourself that is there but then because of association with agyanam you come to wrong conclusions mistaken conclusions about the nature of yourself and that which removes these mistaken con uh, con illusions and repatriates you to the truth of yourself with the help of these two pronged approaches what is the first approach remove avidya and then ratify the nature of yourself shuddham you know shantam atma apahata papma not subject to papa not subject to punya pure you know peaceful all these things so ratify whatever it is that one already senses after removing what is one is not this is how the shastra operates it operates through lakshya indication why because it cannot operate directly you know just like the any other means of knowledge used to objectify something because the you that is under discussion here is not an object you are not an object i is not an object it is the subject because of which all the objects exist 
So therefore what? This Paravidya in the Mundaka Upanishad, you know, is described then after giving this big list of what is Apara, a shocking list because all the Vedas are there and of course the Vedas include the Upanishad which I have been doing, worshipping and clinging on to like a drowning person and now I am told the Upanishad is finite. Ayyo, then what is infinite? <laughs> Yaya aksharam adhigamyate sa para is his definition of para. Para means that which is ultimate, knowing which there is nothing more to know, is yaya by which, you know, yaya vidyaya, by which knowledge, you know, what aksharam, the indeclinable, infinite one is understood adhigamyate so that by which the infinite is understood that knowledge is para then what what kind of a knowledge is it so we can't even say yaya vidyaya we have to say yaya buddhi vrittya that buddhi vritti that vritti that something that happens in the mind a mental formation in the form of a thought and we have seen the operation of the mind in detail in uh, understanding this chapter right at the beginning. So we have seen how this Vishayakara Vritti is produced. Pot, when you see pot, Vishaya means object. So that object Vritti is produced, you know, in the mind, even when you hear the word pot, and then the pot is shown to you, and whether it's a golden pot or a silver pot or our regular clay pot doesn't matter. The eyes as though go blessed and backed by the mind which is in turn blessed and backed by chit, the light, that consciousness. That consciousness as though takes on the form of the means of knowledge, wraps itself around the object to be seen, to be cognized and brings the information back. And suppose you saw a golden pot, but then actually what is shown is a clay pot. That adjustment is is what is, you know, called phalavyapti, that information that is tallied in the mind is called phalavyapti. And this going out and get, get, gaining that information you know, being transformed by that information, uh, you know, blessed by chit, you know, getting that information is what is called vrittivyapti. Meaning the mind takes on the form of the vritti, pervades the entire vritti, of course, blessed by consciousness. So first uh, line of operation, sense organs, eyes, behind that mind, behind that consciousness. <laughs> So consciousness as though morphs into the mind without undergoing any change, which in turn blesses the organs of actions, sorry, the sense organs without undergoing any change. And the light of consciousness as though through the apertures of the eyes, etc. We saw this in detail in the Dakshinamurti Stotram, goes and reaches out to the object and, you know, and, and gains that information. So this two-part cognition we have seen. So is that the same way Paravidya also takes place? Huh? 
So we have a two-part cognition. First, you know, we have what is called Vishaya Karavritti and the Vishaya, the subject matter being Brahman. So then in the student's mind, a Brahma Karavritti is produced and this is called Vritti Vyapti. And then we have to say, aha, this is Brahman. And then we have Phala Vyapti. No, yes and no, because the first part is correct. Vishaya Karavritti is produced. Brahmakara Vritti is produced yeah, through the words of the Shastra handled by the teacher in the form of a live Pramana. Yeah. Live Pramana. Pramana is life. It's alive. And it is, you know, it is it is given. And in the form of the live Pramana, this you know, it's not that the knowledge is produced. You know, knowledge is but what is produced is a, you know, a kind of a mental change in the mind of the student. Because when you are listening carefully, then you have an aha moment. What is that aha moment? Sometimes in the class, there are one or two or many aha moments. And that aha is, is because of this Brahma Karavritti, you know, because what is being taught is Brahman. And you happen to be that Brahman. And then what is being taught is Brahman. And then we, you know, one is told, Satyam Jnanam Anantam Brahma. It is, it is the nature of existence without any, without, you know, it, it, it's the existence of the subject lending its presence to all the objects without becoming any one of them. And one is told that that lending of its presence, what kind of a presence is it? It's a sentient presence. So everything in the world is blessed by that sentience, which is again not an object, which is you. And then how long is this sentience? Unending sentience, unending existence, ananta. Though therefore you are purna, limitless. So here, that akhanda karavritti, akhanda means that unending vritti, and that brahma karavritti, you know, as though which is, you know, uh, that fullness vritti is produced in the mind with the help of the pramana. This is what is called pramana vyapara. And then what happens? Then there is no, the, the, the subject which is being taught is you. And you happen to be self-aware, so you don't have to objectify yourself. And so, phala vyapti is not there. Only vritti vyapti is there. And what happens to the vritti? It self-destructs. <laughs> you know, in the, like in these uh, spy movies, you see that the spy is a messenger. And the messenger, in, in ancient times, you know, we have we see, we see this. So the spy was a messenger who took a very sensitive message to some other uh, kingdom. And then what? The spy had to be killed. <laughs> yeah, because you can't have this knowledge going around and you, you can't trust anybody. So one king sends it to another to through one hapless spy. And then after giving this, the king says, that other king will probably say, here come, since you have come all the way from another kingdom, you know, please rest yourself, rest your weary bones and muscles, be the guest of our kingdom, eat, drink and then go back. You know, and he says, oh, how nice, you know, I'm being invited to the palace, guest of the palace. And then what? He's given a welcome drink on a silver plate, a nice golden goblet. 
glug, glug, glug. Om Namah Shivaya. Finished. Yeah. He is a permanent, his body is a permanent guest of that palace. That's what it is. So, that is like this pie in the ancient times <laughs> that, that used to deliver sensitive and volatile messages to the allies of, uh, of the king, another uh, king or something like that. The vritti, the messenger, his kshanika destroys itself, it itself destructs. But the knowledge that is you remains. Why? Because it is you. So, the vritti destroys ignorance ratifies who you are and destroys itself. It destroys the ignorance, it destroys itself. And that vrittijnanam is what is contained in the words of the Upanishad. Therefore, the Upanishads are what? Aparavidya, they are Shabdarashi. A heap of words, Adi Shankara says in this, uh, uh, in the, uh, what's it's called? Uh, Bhashya to this portion of the Mundaka Upanishad. They are just a heap of words. And those words, you know, it's like the, the operation of the pramana, the guru handling the words, strikes the match to those words and makes them lit and makes them come alive. And after that, what? It's just like ashes. <laughs> because the fire has actually finished warming you and then has finished you know, burning up the ignorance and then you no longer need that fire because whatever has burned up that ignorance has also internalized the books of knowledge and so here, you know, getting attached to the books of knowledge rather than what that knowledge, that, that activation of the knowledge within oneself is what is being pointed out. So the books of knowledge called the, you know, which are, which are used for Shastra Vyapara are given up like even the person who is doing a high jump. You know, in the Olympics, there is this high jump. So, one string has been, not a string, whatever, some some uh, rope has been uh, taught, rope has been put, and the fellow runs, runs, runs with a big pole. It's called pole vault. Yeah. <laughs> and then, pole vault, and then, so he runs, he or she runs with a big, big pole, huge, higher than the string. And then, you know, uses the pole as a crutch, to gently and gracefully that that athlete, you know, swings over that rope. You should not touch it. Your clothes should not touch it. It should not shake. All these rules are there. So you have to clear that, you know, that rope. And then what? And then comes to the other side. There are some cushions and some mattresses type, you know, the foam is there for, for the athlete to, to break that fall. And then what? You know, where is the pole? What happens to the pole? The pole is left behind. <laughs> the pole was the sadhaka. It was a helping pole to be able to make this vault. And you know, and then the person has a nice soft landing. Doesn't doesn't worry about you know in midair. Oh, how will the pole? How will I bring the pole? I have come across. I have cleared this rope. I have cleared the jump. But then, how will I bring the pole along with me? The person is no longer attached to the pole because that pole which bolted the athlete to victory is no longer needed. <laughs> Same thing here. So this is also like a pole vault 
and you know and what happens and the knowledge is there so you are now the vault the safe of knowledge the knowledge is with you nay it is you <laughs> it is kept very safe because it is you and then so therefore you don't have to you know carry the books because the books are here in fact the message of the books are here even if you may not remember a single mantra and rattle it off but the message of it has been internalized and therefore you know uh, here the shastriya manasam dvaitam you know here it says everything is time bound the shastriya manasam dvaitam after the assimilation after the proper assimilation of the knowledge can be and must be given up otherwise we are in the danger of being having too much verbiage just dealing with words 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 and then not really living and assimilating the knowledge and this fact is going to be talked about even you know uh, uh, even more detail with examples in the next two words so atma brahma vicharakhyam not next two words next two verses yeah atma brahma vicharakhyam 44 uh, shastriyam manasam jagat so this manasam jagat this mental duality of the shastriya variety is nothing but enquiry into self knowledge the books are just an aid to this enquiry accomplishing which buddhe tatve tat chaheyam the aids are given up this is the teaching of the shruti and this is going to be elaborate how to give it up you know what are the examples शास्त्रण्यधीत्य मेधावी अभ्यस्य च पुनः पुनः शास्त्रण्यधीत्य मेधावी अभ्यस्य च पुनः पुनः परमं ब्रह्मविज्ञाय उल्कावत्तान्यथोस्त्रिजेत परमं ब्रह्मविज्ञाय उल्कावत् शास्त्राणि all the books of the teachings so study mundakopanishad kena upanishad this upanishad that upanishad all this study and then what study bhagavad gita study brahma sutra all this prasthana traya all these three fold way in the shastra is presented upanishad gita and brahma sutra study all of that and study tika and then uh, study bhashya study all that all that is called shastra the whole body of knowledge along with the parampara the scholars in the parampara saying a few things about the shastra interpreting the shastra study all that and then the one who has studied all that is called medhavi <laughs> the one who has great medha grahana shakti shakti to grasp the knowledge shakti to recall that all that you know and then having studied it you know meditate on it 
by yourself or with the help of the teacher ask questions clear all the doubts that is called abhyasa you know and then that is uh, part a of abhyasa part b of abhyasa in addition to doubt clearance samshaya nivritti through mananam then we have you know uh, what is that called uh, the viparita bhavana nivritti so if there are you know so study the shastra if there are doubts remove those doubts and then again if there is a feeling like there is a gap between what i know and how i behave i know i am brahman but i am still getting mad every other day i am still having all kinds of problems i am not being able to live like the brahman i know i am this is called you know being hijacked by what is known as habitual orientations viparita bhavana so for this viparita bhavana nivritti in the brahadaranyaka you know upanishad in the yagyamalkya maitre dialogue a tool called nididhyasanam is advised where one keeps bringing to mind the uh, recalling ruminating over the words of the shastra that one already knows asangoham 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 punah punah you know i am uninvolved i am un- unafflicted this is a nice thing to say and see the meaning especially when one is caught in a difficult situation in the empirical world you know that is when the knowledge you know uh, what is that is needed so it's recalling the words of the shastra just like the cow you know which which eats the grasses quickly quickly you leave the cow into the pasture and quickly it will finish eating and then it says oh i'm still outside the farmer has not come to take me back to the you know cow stable and so what it sits under a tree and then you know you see this when you're driving etc you see cows sitting in the pasture and they keep doing like this and what is what are they chewing you know they have four stomachs and then the grasses are quickly quickly eaten and then now they are regurgitated and then masticated properly it is called rumination and so to here the eager student of the shastra you know nibbles on the grasses of the upanishad perhaps without assimilating their intent completely and so when doubts and fears arise instead of freaking out and uh, having a panic attack and then looking for a paper bag <laughs> to <laughs> to calm down you know this is the paper bag what is the what is the real calm, you know thing that calms one down is recalling regurgitating that which one has hurriedly gained and then ruminating contemplating over those words so punah punah means again and again repeatedly how long as long as it's needed as long as it's needed so paramam brahma vigyaya and you know having uh, gained the knowledge of paramam brahma and there's only one way to know paramam brahma the ultimate you know all powerful ishvara all pervasive ishvara all knowledge ishvara paramam brahma and that brahman to know it can only be known as the truth of yourself that's why you know it is vigyaya that's why he doesn't say paramam brahma jnatva 
Yatra would have been enough having known. But that little particle V, you know, that, that little, uh, what is that prefix, Upasarga, that V means knowing the truth of yourself, you know, completely, fully, and without a shadow of doubt, vagueness or error. That is what that Vijnanam is, you know, that sakshat karanam of that knowledge, making that knowledge your own, assimilating the knowledge as yourself, then what? Tani Shastrani, this Tani is hidden here, Ulkavat Atha Utsrijet. So Paramam Brahma Vijnaya, knowing this Brahman as yourself. First, this the Brahman is something which is far away, remote. Then it is no longer remote paroksha, it is aparoksha. <laughs> and knowing this as yourself, ulkavat. So just like our example of the pole vault, when one is in fact the vault of the shastras, then you know, then just like the example of pole vault, he gives another example, Swami Vidyaranya does. And what is that? Ulka. Ulka means a big firebrand. So in the olden days to go through the forest, full of, uh, you know, cougars, mountain lions, snakes and all kinds of, you know, biting things, damshakaha, what would the people do? <laughs> you know, the people would carry a torch, a flaming torch. And so that torch would be there and if it was, you know, if it was going out, then they would pick up another big stick and light it and then take that from one village to another because they had to often cross forests full of wild things and then uh, you know so in the night to scare off the wild things you know they would catch this and to light up the way so that they would not step on any kind of offending things snakes scorpions etc so they would carry these torches so then this person this family went from one village to another carrying this torch to illumine the way correct and then what They've reached the, the their village, then which was the next village. Then they reached the the road which is leading to their house with the help of this ulka. Ulka means firebrand, fire torch. And then then they reached their house, correct? And then what? They took the firebrand into their house and kept it burning there. Would would anybody be foolish enough to do that? Not at all. Why? Because the firebrand, the, the uh, idea, the purpose of the firebrand is to illumine the way from one village to the next. Maybe they had gone for a function, a wedding or something. Then, you know, having participated in the celebration, they are returning home to their house. And it is uh, maybe a half an hour walk away. And so they are returning to, the, to their house, which is a half an hour walk away village, surrounded by dense woods and trees and so they pick up this firebrand and then carry it all the way just before they approach the house they approach the house they unlock the house and then what they snuff out the firebrand and throw it away they just throw it away you don't need to bring it into the house and then burn down the house <laughs> that's what it is so shastriyam manasam dvaitam this leaning on the shastra pressing the shastra for knowledge getting attached to the books and then having some kind of a, you know what is that unhealthy connection with the shastra is you know is given up when its purpose is served 
when its purpose is served you don't carry the carry the books the books are there you may carry it to teach you know that's a different thing to share the knowledge with others you may have a library but you, you the your connection to that library is is just there it's more there like a reference library rather than something that is you know without which you cannot live so this is what it is so may the medhavi may the person who has gained this knowledge with so much hard work having meditated and contemplated upon this knowledge made it free of vagueness doubt and error you know and having gained the truth of oneself as brahman may this the may the aids or the props to this knowledge in the form of the upanishads may they be thrown away thrown away means what you know may they not be you know seen as brahman ha may you not have that transference that the book called upanishad is brahman no that is just an aid to brahman who is brahman you are brahman that is the difference here the books reveal the truth of you and then after that you don't have to you know get addicted to them and then what then the next one another example granthaam abhyasya medhavi jnana vijnana tatparah granthaam abhyasya medhavi jnana vijnana tatparah palalamiv dhanyarthi tyajet granthaam sheshatah palalamiv dhanyarthi tyajet granthaam sheshatah granthaam book you know granthaam abhyasya having studied the book who the aforementioned medhavi you know the one who has medha the highly intelligent one the one who has jignasa all this has to be taken so may the intelligent student having assimilated the book and the one who is now jnana vijnana tatparah jnana vijnana tatparah means you know the one who has who is fully aware fully cognizant of the knowledge Uh, of the upanishads having gained that knowledge as the truth of oneself so he has uh, or she has atmagyanam jnana and vigyana vigyana as i told you when they come together you have to give this meaning what is that meaning of vigyana direct knowledge as assimilated as the truth of oneself so jnana self knowledge vigyana knowledge of the self specially assimilated fully seen fully understood fully lived knowledge so tat paraha means completely committed to the truth of oneself grantham abhyasya having studied the upanishads then what tyajet grantham asheshatah totally discard the books of knowledge totally discard the manuscripts and how the example is palalam eva dhanyarthi dhanyarthi palalam eva dhanyarthi means the farmer uh, 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 you know the one who is interested in the in gaining the grains 
because the farmer is only interested in gaining the grains and so what does she do she stands on a little hillock and then on a little you know in a kind of a winnowing basket you know stands there and goes does this motion facing the you know when the wind is blowing in a certain way facing the wind and what happens with this motion then and then the wind is also there so all the husks come out and then they are taken away by the wind and then what the heavy dhanya you know remains there so what is the farmer interested in the farmer is interested in the grain not the husk unless of course you are from eugene <laughs> you know in eugene it's the opposite you know yeah the grain is discarded no grain diet and then what the husk is taken in you know i went uh, i went to, to buy something and this was not even some fancy organic shop yeah, this was a regular uh, grocery shop and then there was something in a bag and it was what a small bag of some, something and then uh, it was very expensive 999 and of course i was curious because it, this was in the grain section and then i said what is this you know and why is this so expensive it looks just like husk and not only did it look like husk it was husk wheat husk ah where supposedly all the vitamins and the fibers are so here is a caveat that this example is not made for oregonians and other uh, you know what is that uh, healthy uh, you know whatever diet people so this is made for everyone else so <laughs> because if you if you show them this uh, verse they will say this is not correct <laughs> this is not correct oh my god they, and they will not even be able to study further they will say oh my god so many vitamins have gone down through the, the you know through, gone away with the wind gone with the wind and <laughs> this is not right in fact there is more premium in the husk and you know than in the uh, than in the grain yeah so that's how they are they are attached to the husk they are very attached to their little compost in the backyard yeah you know composting stuff all this is very very valuable so this you know so we have to have a caveat here is that this is not for this is not for the people in ug in taking the classes okay yeah or anyone influenced by them so now now this is so this is for the rest of rest of the hum, human kind uh, this is for you know there is a normal example that you know the husk is taken away by the wind and the grain is taken then to the market so the grain is more valuable than the husk and the husk is equal to the books called the upanishad books called brahma sutra books uh, that contain the words of the bhagavad gita and the dhanya the grain is the assimilated knowledge which is already with oneself so don't mistake the book to be the knowledge the book has done its purpose done its job or of giving you the knowledge it is it is not the knowledge it is aparavidya it is a heap of words lit by the pramana operated by the teacher and then you know lit by the pramana operated by teacher to give that self lit i the knowledge and then the books are just you know uh, they are just there and this is made clear in the 
in a whole section in the Keno Upanishad. You know, Tadeva Brahmatvam Vidhi Nedam Yadidam Upasate. And this is a chorus that is repeated again and again. Repeated many times. This chorus. What is the refrain? Na idam yadidam upasate. So whatever you worship, whatever you objectify as Brahman is not Brahman. Hello, it's not an object, it's the subject. So, shotrasya shotram. So this is not the ear of the ear. That, you know, that consciousness which blesses the ear to hear, the, because of whose presence hearing takes place, that you is Brahman, not that which you worship in the puja room or in the Bhagavad Gita or in the Upanishads or as the Upanishads. So all that can be discarded because the aid is discarded when the knowledge is assimilated and internalized as yourself and then what then this is you know this is concluded in the next two verses let us see tameva dhiro vijnaya pragnam kurveta brahmanaha tameva dhiro vijnaya pragnam kurveta brahmanaha Nanudhyayat bahun shabdan Nanudhyayat bahun shabdan Anvacho viglapanam hitat Vacho viglapanam hitat So, this is a very important caveat in the next two verses that are given. So, in the first verse number 47 that we just chanted the caveat has to do with the uh, books of knowledge and uh, and then the uh, in verse number 48 the caveat has to do with one's own behavior vis-a-vis -vis the books of knowledge okay so let us look at 47 Tameva. Tameva means this Shastrameva. You know, this is continuing from the, this thing. So, Tameva, that, you know, the truth of oneself, that Brahmatma Aikyam Eva. So, that truth of oneself as Brahman, that oneness with Brahman, Dheeraha. So, this Medhavi, Medhavi gets boring. So, he uses the word Dheera instead of Medhavi. Dheera means the intelligent one. Dhihi rati dadati. So the one who is able to teach what one's know, what one's known, uh, what one's, what one knows is called dhira. So this dhira, the one who knows this knowledge, vijnaya and can also teach it. Having gained this knowledge, pratyam kurvita brahmana. Brahmana here means the one who is, uh, you know, the, the, the one who is committed to Brahman. Brahmani charatiti Brahmana. So the one who is totally committed to Brahman. Pragyam kurvita. Make this knowledge your own. Kurvita make. Pragyam kurvita. Make this knowledge shine as the truth of yourself. Make it your own. Reclaim this knowledge fully. See yourself as the Upanishad sees you. 
and then after that what you know you have come to the end of your studies na anudhyayat don't keep on then mincing words and then getting curious what does nyaya have to say about this nyaya means logicians and what does uh, vaisheshika you know some other uh, you know logicians uh, cousin uh, what do they have to say about it what do you know what does uh, the buddhists have to say about it or maybe i should follow something else and then do a comparative research on uh, you know for something and something some unlikely thing buddhism and vedanta what do they have in common all these things maybe i should do some comparative analysis you know and the upanishad says stop <laughs> stop what are you going to do this analytics for these analytics are not going to help you they are just antics of a mind that is not confident that it has gained the knowledge and then what are they going to do you know so so nanudhyayat na anudhyayat do not engage in research do not engage in fancy research i'm going to show the world i'm going to do this i'm going to compare that i'm going to study something else i'm going to study the very rare tika of this or that why you've gained the knowledge and there's already so much in the knowledge that you can you know ruminate and contemplate better to spend the life in contemplation of course if one is has developed that cultivated that uh, you know habit and discovered in oneself a contemplative nature then only one can do that so calm down stop studying what are you going to study and then what you know na anudhyayat bahun shabdan don't get you know uh don't get uh, what is that uh, don't get caught in a web of words you know in the viveka chudamani it says you know shabda jalam maharanyam chitta bhramana karanam so this world of words is a big net it's a forest of words shabda jala is a net of words is like getting lost in a forest chitta bhramana karanam it is just is going to distract you from you know from from living and assimilating this knowledge and so what then here he says vachah viglapanam syat vacho viglapanam viglapanam means fatigue <laughs> it's going to lead to a fatigue of words seeing all the words atma atma brahman brahman one becomes jaded so it one it's going to lead to a word fatigue it's going to exhaust you so stop studying stop you know stop doing you know stop getting you know saying that i'm going to study this i'm going to study that a small footnote to verse number 47 we are not at this stage yet okay yeah so i just wanted to let you know that because you know i don't want people to stop coming starting the next class and saying you only said that you know stop studying too many words too many texts etc and so 
so we are not at this stage yet this is for you know people who have you know people who have assimilated the knowledge that's why the words medhavi is repeated twice and the word dhira is is also said here in verse number 47 and so therefore this is for medhas and the, uh, you know medhavis and dhiras and this is for people who are you know uh this this does not apply to the medhavis and dhiras in the making and the medhavis and dhiras wanna be so if you are a dhira wanna be you continue to study if you are a medhavi wanna be you continue to study and then if you are almost a medhavi almost a dhira or dhira in progress you know like a work in progress medhavi in progress you still have to continue to study this is for people who are gyanis medhavi is a gyani dhira is a gyani and the gyani is cautioned to protect the knowledge you know and it, this is there even in the isha upanishad isha vasya upanishad says tena tyaktena bhunjitha tyaktena bhunjitha protect the self by giving up everything ha here protect the self knowledge by giving up the aids to the self knowledge because continuing to just keep on picking at the aids to self knowledge is going to exhaust you you are going to have just so much verbiage research you know all these phd's and all these things you know what what good is that what where is that going to take you i mean you you been taught you've gained this knowledge enjoy it do whatever you it takes to enjoy it and so na anudhyayat you know bahun chabdan vacho viglapanam hitat and then what then you know verse number 48 says also that uh, you know says one more thing about one's uh, one's own behavior after gaining this knowledge with the help of uh, quotations from two shrutis kathopanishad and mundakopanishad you know and let us look at the verse number 48 it also concludes the discussion of what what is this shastriya manasam dvaitam what is this shastriya variety of jeevadvaitam jeeva's duality that confirms or is helpful and then how long to take its help and then it concludes that and then we will begin the 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 unsavory variety of jeevadvaitam and what to do with that will be commenced from verse number 49 onwards so let us look at 48 तमेवैको विमुंचथ तमेवैकनीथ्यवाचो विमुंचथ यछेदनसी प्रज्ञ्रुत स्फुटा य मनसी इत्याद्या सो द फर्स्ट वन इज यू नो इज अ वर्स फ्रॉम द मुंडकोपनिषद एंड दिस वर्स फ्रॉम द मुंडकोपनिषद इज इज यू नो टू टू फाइव इफ 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 यू वॉन्ट टू लुक इट अप मुंडकोपनिषद Two two five, and what does the, what is the 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 complete uh, quote? The complete quote is Tameva ekam janatha atmanam 
ಕಠೋಪನಿಷದ್ ವಲ್ಲಿ ನಂಬರ್ ತ್ರೀ ತ್ರೀ ಒನ್ ತ್ರೀ ಸಾರಿ ಸಾರಿ by the uh, by the author swami vidyaranya and what does it mean let us look at the meanings and then you know we'll discuss it a little more uh, in the um, what is that in the morning class so tameva ekam vijanitha focus on knowing just the truth of yourself and then what give up all other words not only words that you assimilate or read but give up the words that are coming from within see that's why i so told you 47 is for all the external words that you engage in assimilating that you take in and this has to do with the words that come out ha what kind of conversations should the gnani engage in and this also is a caveat because this is not just for gyanis this is for gyani wanna be as well all this discussion is also for the gyani wanna be or the for the gyani in the making the one who is a gyani in progress has also to be mindful of not only what words go in but also what words come out anya vacha vimunchata talk about brahman all the time don't talk about anything else ayyo what is this up till now i was fine but now what is this kind of a homework you know and yachhed vag manasip pragya keep the mind keep the words you know in under the supervision of the mind let the mind mind the words pragya on the part of the one who knows ಜೀವನ್ ಮುಕ್ತ ಸೊ ಅಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಯುನೋ ಹೌ ಟು ಗಿವ್ ಅಪ್ ಆಲ್ ಅದರ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಓಂ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾದಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ